in passing them today. I think we're gonna do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Modern Man Podcast, where we connect men in pursuit of their potential. Join us as we embrace discomfort, cultivate community, and put wind in each other's sails. If you're ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to check out the Noble Knights Mastermind Group, where you'll find the support, accountability, and mentorship you need to achieve your goals. Join us and become a part of a community of like-minded men on a mission to improve themselves and elevate their capacity for life. And we're getting wind in our sales today from our guest out of Miami, Florida. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a pleasure to have a uh, God-made millionaire, family-oriented investor, mentor, Edwin Carrion on the podcast. Edwin, man, thank you for taking the time. Ted, good afternoon. Thank you for having me here and to everyone listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever part of the world you're listening in. Get ready for something amazing because Ted is doing amazing with his inner circle. And I want to share with you what I'm doing on my side to bridge that gap and teach you how to live life to the fullest. Absolutely. And, and Edward, I'm excited to jump in because right away I see God made millionaire and, and I lean into that because, you know, I, I've said before, I don't believe in a self-made man. I think we we have people that pour into us and, and we have these these ambitions within us that that really are are appointed by God for some of us. So I'd love for you to first take the stage, take the microphone and, and let the audience know who you are, introduce yourself, and we can kind of hop into a little bit more of your story and, and how you got to where you are today. Okay. No, th thank you for that amazing intro at the beginning. And yes, I am a God made millionaire. Uh, thank God. I'm blessed in all aspects of my life. So that's why I give the grace to God. Um, and, and I respect everyone's religion before we get, you know, we, we move ahead and we get started. But when I talk about God, I'm talking about my God. Yeah. And moving forward with that, was born in Quito, Ecuador, was very uh, raised by a single mother. And I was very fortunate enough that she brought me to the United States at 12 years old. I went into the United States Marine, so I earned the title to be a United States Marine, had an amazing career, and run multiple companies nowadays. And I'm you know, I'm all about living my life to the fullest, like I mentioned a minute ago. And how do we do that? How do you do it as an entrepreneur running different multi-million dollar companies? How do you do that as an entrepreneur trying to build and grow to the next level? Because we all have dreams in life, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I was fortunate enough that at a young age, realized that I wasn't self-made. And when people talk about self-made is that we, in order for us to get to the level that we want to get to, in order for us to grow in life, to grow in business, there has to be some people along the way that help us get there. And if we don't give grace to them, if we don't um, acknowledge those people along the way, we're going to lose everything. And we're always going to feel empty inside. And that's why the title of God Made Millionaire comes around, that yeah. I am acknowledging every single person in my life, including God, because I am here because of them, because without them, I will never be here. And no, I cannot be here because I, I still rely day to day. I rely even into my assistant to be able to be on this podcast at this moment, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be on the calendar. She wouldn't have called me the minute that I needed to jump on the podcast for me to remind me that I have to show up and be here. Yeah. And, and it's amazing because we, we mentioned about, you know, so many people that pour in through us day in, day out through our journey to get to where we are. Um, you mentioned, you know, coming from a humble home, Quito, Ecuador, a single mother, you come to this country. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way, enlisting into the Marines. And 
throughout the, our days as we grow and we become who we are, I'm never going to forget someone once told me because so many people have have given me a chance, right? And they've yes. taken a chance on me. And because of that, I wanted to give back to them. I said, you know, how can I give back in, in some fraction what you've given me? An opportunity to get to the next level, an opportunity to exercise my dreams. I just want to give back a fraction of what you've given me. And someone said, Ted, you rarely are able to bless back the people that bless you along the way. So right. what you do is you bless others. Who was it that gave you those opportunities? Who was it that poured into you on your journey, a young Edwin kind of figuring it out along the way that you might not be able to bless back, but has given you the opportunity and now the foundation to where you can bless others with your investments and, and the businesses that you run? Right, right. And um, it's, it's all starts with God, right? Uh, blessing God and giving him the grace of, you know, where did he get me at? And because then the Bible says, God is going to give you the desires of your heart. And it's understanding what were the desires of my heart, how deep were they, and what I really wanted in my life. And just to put a little example here was that I really, coming, being raised by a single mother, not understanding what a real family is of having a father in there or having, of, and being married, you know. To me, I always wanted, my biggest desire in my heart was having a wife and having kids. And it was so... Uh, so detailed that I wanted to have daughters and that's what God gave me those daughters mm -hmm. and nowadays I have two beautiful daughters and I have the wife that I dreamed of that I wanted and that's giving the grace to that so giving back to people is always telling them like if you are focusing to the dreams into the things that you want you can't have anything that you want in your life but how do you bless others you bless others by being an example so me growing up without a father I have a 99% failure rate of not being a good father because I don't know what that is to be a father. So me trying to be the best role model for my kids and portraying that into everyone else that people look at me and say, wow, Edwin, you are a great father. And now I become a role model for other people. So that's how I'm blessing others by teaching them that, hey, you can be a successful entrepreneur. You can have all the things that you want, but you can also be a great family man, an amazing husband, an amazing father. And that's how we bless others along the way is by sharing our experiences, being a role model, doing things the right way, because even though people won't say anything, they're looking. And the moment that you least expect it, uh, you're changing people's lives. And, and one story that I could share at this moment was that this weekend, I went with my daughters to an event. It's called Daddy Daughter Weekend event that we do every year. So a bunch of fathers get together, take their daughters, and we went to to a resort where uh, it's all about camping, tents, glamping. <laughs> and one of the gentlemen came up to me, Dorian is his name. Dorian came up to me. He worked at the resort. And he's like, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, from here. I was here last year, maybe from here. And he's like, no, no. And then like all of a sudden he comes up and he's like, you're Edwin Carrier. And I'm like, yes. Like you changed my life so much. I follow you on social media. I see everything that you're doing. And you helped me change my life. I have a purpose in life. And now I'm running the center where I'm helping these homeless people. And my goal is this. And he talked about how I inspire him without me having any interaction with this person before. Just by him looking at my lifestyle, looking at things that I did, he was able to turn his life around. And to me, that was such a big blessing to understand how you're able to impact people indirectly by doing the right thing, by always sticking to your values, to your faith, and the things that you truly believe in.
Yeah. My, my dad used to always tell me, he, he used to say, you know, someone's always watching. And, and I never knew what he meant by that. And I think it's true now more than ever with all the camera phones and our presence on social media, but our reputation precedes us, right? Yes. And, and the way we carry ourselves, people are paying attention to the nuances and the details of what we do. And by being those role models and by leading by example, we can kind of lay that path for others to follow, especially those that resonate with who we are, what we look like, and really kind of look into the mirror and say, okay, if Edwin can make this work, maybe I can. Maybe if I just follow some of those steps, if I kind of put into practice some of these actions and habits, maybe I can get there. And I love what you said about being a family man and a businessman, because we talk a lot about growth and ambition and, and business and entrepreneurship on this podcast. But one of the questions I wrote down when kind of looking up your story and everything, seeing how, you, you know, in your bio, it's a in, in your picture on social, you're very family oriented, right? And the question I was thinking, you know, is what is the cost of success? Because a lot of people would think it's going to cost our health. It's going to cost our relationships. And I don't really prescribe to that belief, right? I, I do think we can have the success that we want. We can have that family. We can have the love and, and beneficial relationships, but we could also build ourselves too. So I'd love to get your insight on what that looks like, the cost of success, and do we have to sacrifice family and health for it, or is there a way that we can do both? There's definitely a way that you could do not only both, but all of them, because it's not only uh, family and success, right? It's also yourself, because if you're not happy within you, how are you going to be able to make your family happy? How are you going to be able to, to grow your business and make your employees happy? So all starts within, mm. and it starts off you taking care of yourself first, making sure that you're able to become successful on your own versus you try to become make a business successful and make anything else, a, a relationship successful or being a good father, right? So mm -hmm. it starts within you. Are you happy with yourself? Uh, and we tend to forget about that. I forgot about that when I was trying to grow my first business because I was focused on the wrong goal. I was focused into money. I was focused into becoming rich, becoming a millionaire and having millions of dollars. And because I came from that. I, I didn't have that growing up, right? And to me, my focus was the money. And I got all that money. And when I got all the money that I went bankrupt, I realized that I gave away everything you just mentioned a minute ago. I gave away my health. I gave up my relationship with God. I gave up my relationships with my family. I gave up so many things that when I went bankrupt, I looked, I'm like, my God, I just worked like crazy to achieve this money. And I had nothing to show for it. And I lost five years of my life, but I could never get them back. And I lost my health. And it was a moment that I realized like, wow, my life needs to change. And that's when I figured out what is the path to living life to the fullest? How can I live life to the fullest? And this is so simple. And it's all about setting boundaries. That mm. in our life, we have to set boundaries. And we have to set those boundaries that yes, we want to be success successful in business, but how do we set those boundaries so it doesn't overtake our personal life? It doesn't overtake our relationship. It doesn't overtake uh, who we are as fathers and setting those boundaries. Uh, that's the secret. That's the key. Yeah. My wife laughs because she sees me defend my time for when I got to work on business, but we also talk about how 
she doesn't get to see how I defend my time to others when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to uh, things that I have going on. If someone wants to record a podcast after 5 p.m. Eastern, it's not happening. That's my wife's time. <laughs> That's just, nope. And, so, and so you and I share the same, <laughs> the same thing. You know, those are the boundaries. Like my work time is nine to five. And, and I don't call it my work. I call it my play time. My, mm-hmm. my me time is nine to five. So between that nine to five, I get to do what I want to do, what I love to do, which is grow a business, go out, meet with somebody for coffee, get on a podcast. That's my me time, nine to five, my mm-hmm. me time. Yeah. And that's what I found too. And and I want the people who are listening, the guys that are probably looking on how to craft your business, how to maybe craft your growth. I found that by the things that fill me up, by the things that give me energy and joy is, is really what ends up being the best product that I put out. And that is this, the conversation that we're having. So that's my work and that's my joy. And really that's what I'm hoping to give my all into, which can equal the riches, right? You, you mentioned yes. not being focused on the money. I'm learning where I want the money to be a symptom of what I do. It's not okay. the focus. It's going to be the outcome because I'm focused on providing content, providing value and sharing some of these amazing stories along the way. And then obviously when I'm done with my me time, I get to spend time with my wife. There's probably a lot of guys who are listening right now who are probably still trying to figure out that balance in terms of Okay, I have some relationships that I, that are established, or maybe it's my wife and my kids, and the job that I'm working might not be it, but I want to start a business, but I don't have money to start a business, right? right. It, it, can you start a business without money? Do you need money to make money, or are there other ways that you can kind of like lean into it and be more creative? Right. So, so let's go back to the first one. So, so when you don't have the time, we have to figure out how can we make the time so it doesn't affect the, our life, right? As just like we set out those boundaries, uh, there are going to be times in our lives that we have to hit certain milestones and kind of like push the envelope a little bit, right? But mm-hmm. is that if I'm going to work today from nine to 10 o'clock at night, I have to make sure that my next morning I'm able to take off and spend and replace that time with my family time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking away from them. I'm actually giving them the same amount of time. Um, so that's the first thing to, you know, to, to do on that. And then goes back into the second thing. Am I not fulfilled onto the things that I'm doing? Because entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And you could be an amazing employee because being an employee is one of the best things you could do. Like I said, my employees are my biggest asset that I, that I have because they help me get to where I want to get. So as an employee, if you're able to provide all the value, if you're able to learn everything that you can uh, and be of service and of value to your boss, um, as you grow and you know that you outgrow that seat, that you outgrow that position, it's very easy for you to find another position somewhere else where you could be more of value and continue growing. So being an employee is not a bad thing. It's actually an amazing thing because you have a lot less stress. Um, as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you have a lot more stress and a lot more things to deal with, and you know this. Mm-hmm. And, but from there is, how do I sacrifice my time? What do I do? Do I need money? If I don't have the money to start a business, and this, the answer is very simple. Do you need money to start a business? Yes, you do need money. Because everything requires some sort of investment, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing here that we need to ask ourselves is not if we need money to start a business. We need to ask, do I need to have money to start a business? 
And the answer is no, you do not need to have any money to start a business. You can be broke like I was when I started my second major company. Or when I started my first company, uh, per se, I came out of the Marine Corps and I had over, I think, over twelve or $20,000 worth of debt. And I was able to start a real estate development company. When I started my second major company in the gold buying business, I was bankrupt. I had no money and I needed $300,000 to start the business. So did I need money to start the business? Yes. Did I have the money? No. But did I start the business? Yes. So that answers your question. Do you need money? Yes. Do you need to have the money? No. And that's where a lot of people get stuck because they, 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 they said their belief that because I don't have the money, I cannot do what I want to do. Mm. And it's how do I figure out to do what I want to do to be able to be happy to fulfill, right? And it's not only about business. And, and I'll throw another example because I love sharing my experience. And is that one of my dreams was always to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And, and I, since I was 16 years old, I started flying, I stopped, I started, and I stopped because the financial issue. I was never, you know, there was times that I had to run my business and then I had to stop flying. Until one day it hit me, I'm like, how am I going to get my license? How am I going to become the pilot that I want to become? I'm like, I figure it out. I need to buy my own plane. And that was the answer. The solution was that I needed to buy my plane because when you have something, you, you want to use it. When you have to rent something, you just rent it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But if you have something, you use it, right? Like a business. If I start a business, I'm going to make it happen. If I think about starting a business, it'll happen when it happens, mm-hmm. right? So... Did I have the money to buy a plane at the moment? No, I didn't have the money to buy a plane at the moment. So what did I have to do? I had to become creative and I had to figure out how I was going to get the money to buy the plane. So instead of me figuring out how I was going to get the money, what I did was I talked about my dream, about my desire, about my passion for flying to my business partner that he got the same bug and deep down inside of him when he was a little kid, he wanted the same thing that I wanted, which was become a pilot. And I told him, let's buy a plane together. And sure mm-hmm. enough, now together we bought a plane and we got our license and I was able to accomplish that dream. Mm-hmm. So it's not only about business and not starting a business that you need money. There's a lot of other things in life that we might want that if we were able to share that idea, that passion, that dream with someone else that might have that same dream, that together as a team, you can accomplish that dream. I love that because so many times we we bottle up our, our dreams and uh, and we bottle up our ambitions because we just think, oh, I'm not there yet or, oh, no, I can't reach it yet. And because of that, we don't take that first step towards the direction to go. And we almost talk ourselves out of it, right? We, yes. that, that The law of diminishing intent where, the, you know, the longer it takes us to do it, the less likely we are to do it the harder it is going to be able to stop. Like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. Or I'm going to start that podcast. I'm going to start that company. I'm going to start that company. Next thing you know, two, three years go by, you haven't started the company yet because you just haven't given yourself the permission to take that leap. Um, What would you tell somebody who is having a hard time being that creative person, finding, okay, I don't have the money, but I don't even know where to get the money. I don't even know how to kind of, ask for the money and it, it's scary kind of taking someone else's money to try doing something. What, what words of advice would you give somebody that's just starting out in that space? I mean, the simple one will be 
change those limited beliefs, change that freaking mindset right away. And I'm sorry for using that, that, that mm-hmm. freaking word, but it's to get them to take action, right? Because a lot of those things are stopping us. If we are men of God, if we believe into the higher power, if we believe into something, we understand that there is abundance on this world, right? Mm-hmm. So if we understand that there's abundance on this world, why are we limiting ourselves into thinking that we can't, we can't get money from somewhere, we can't raise capital from somewhere, we don't know anybody, and that's a limiting belief. So it starts with the mindset, right? But then the second part goes into, okay, you want to start a business, you don't have any money? If you're good at something, let's say you're good at washing cars, and we're talking about a car, you want to start a car washing business, and you're the best car washer in the world, but you have no money to start a business, then you find a business partner that will have the money to go into business with you because now you have the know-how, you just need the money. And then it works also in reverse. If you have the money and you want to get into a business and you don't know how to do something, and that's why I'm able to be in different industries, even though when I got into the transportation business, I didn't know anything about transportation. When I got into the gold buying business, I didn't know anything about the gold buying business. I found technical business partners that knew that had the know-how. Mm, putting those two together. That's that's what it's all about because when you have the ability to put those two together, the know-how with the money, that's where the magic happens. And we're recording this podcast right after the uh, the SVB bank dropped out. And because of that, we have a lot of people who aren't sure where to put their money, right? There's a lot of people who are thinking to themselves, okay, um, maybe I don't want to put my money in the bank, but there are people with the problem of I need someone or something to put my money into that can grow because yeah. <laughs> they're not comfortable with the bank anymore. So you could actually find this person and solve their problem by giving them an opportunity to put their money to work through you. And you could execute that through your business, uh, through your business vision and through your execution. Right. I, I wanted to ask because you you operate multiple businesses. I know in, in real estate, in, in investing, in logistics, and being a committed family man. How do you manage it all? Because a lot of people, a lot of the guys listening, and like myself included, who's ambitious and would love to be managing multi multi seven figure businesses, but also still have a wife, a dog, no kids yet, but hopefully that's down the line, God willing. Um but still not wanting to sacrifice that half of it. What's the secret to managing all that? Okay. And the, the, the first secret is what we talked about a minute ago is having, setting those boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. That we're here from nine to five. We're here a certain amount of time that we're going to dedicate our business to. But the second most important thing, and people don't realize because a lot of people, when they look at someone else, or when they look at me, for example, at this moment, It's like, oh, but he's managing four companies. If he could do it, I could do it, right? And it's true, but what you need to understand is that before I get into another business or into a new business, I have to make sure that one of these businesses, it's running by itself. Mm -hmm. So when I got into the transportation business, that's all I did. I did only transportation for three years. I was focused into that because I needed to get that business into a place that it run by itself. Real estate development, the reason I do real estate development, I have been doing real estate development for 22 years now. So I know I'm an expert in that business and I have a systems and processes and I know how to run that business so it could run without me by itself. So it's 
before I jumped into something new, I make sure that that's running without me. And a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of young entrepreneurs, what they want to do is they want to have two, three side hustles and none of them work because why? Because you're not giving 100% attention to that. So when I'm ready to scale something, to grow something, I go full in on that, focus in that, get it to the point that it runs by itself, and then I'm able to diversify into something new. Mm, that that the law of one at a time, right? And I and I know I'm guilty of this doing multiple ventures and, and trying to navigate multiple things. And you really don't get to give your full effort and your full energy into anything. And, and exactly. what ends up happening is the business suffers, the product suffers, your clientele suffers, and at the end of the day, you suffer right. because you're not I mean, quite there. you're a fit guy, you know this. I mean, would you look as good as you look right now if you were to go to the gym once a week? <laughs> not so much. Or to work out half of, the, half of the time that you work out every time you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with your business. You know, if, if you go to the gym every day and you look good, then that's why you have to go to with, you, with your business. You have to make sure that you give the same amount of time and effort to your business. Yeah. And it goes back into your relationship. You have to give the same amount of time and effort to have that good relationship. And the second part of that comes into having the right mentor. Do you have the right mentor to get you to where you want to get to? Um, mm. And that's one of the biggest, and I can say the biggest mistake everyone makes, everyone makes, because they, they want to invest into everything else. They want to spend money into nice cars, nice houses, nice shoes, nice clothes, um, into the trips, into the vacations, but they don't invest into where you're going to get the biggest return on investment, which is yourself. You have to invest in yourself. You have to hire the right mentor. And when I'm talking about mentor, I'm not just talking about business mentor. I'm talking about you want to be fit and look good. You have to have the right health coach, that right uh, trainer, personal trainer. If you want to, if you have problems from childhood, because we also have some type of problems from childhood, from issues, um, you have to have that mentor that is going to guide you. If you want to be spiritual fit, you have to have the right spiritual mentor that is going to take you to that path. If you want to have a great relationship and a marriage that lasts 20 years, then you have to have the mentor that has been married for 20 years in order for you to become you know, I'm, I'm celebrating my 12-year anniversary this Saturday, March 18. I'm so blessed that I have been able to be with my wife for 12 years and coming from a household where my mom, my aunts, most of them are all divorced. I'm like, how am I able to be on, on a marriage for 12 years now? Because it takes a lot of hard work, just like business do. So it's understanding that if I have the right mentor, if I have the right role models to have my same values, my same beliefs, I can get there as well. And it's kind of figuring out and working through all those things, right? So it goes back into business. You know, you want to be successful in business? Learn from somebody that is successful in business. Learn somebody that is where you want to get to, not from somebody that is like your same level or below yeah. and find the right mentor, invest in them. And I guarantee you, not only are you investing into the growth of your business, but you're investing into the relationship and that mentor might connect you with someone that is going to give you your biggest return on investment. Mm -hmm. and, and talking about this, like I'll give an example. Like my goal last year was to really start my public speaking career again and going out there and, and serving more people. And the moment that I hired my mentor, it, I knew he was, I know he's the best mentor. I know he's spoken in stages and 
a mentor over 20, 25,000 people and sold over hundreds of millions of dollars. But to me, the thing that got me with him was the moment that he said, I'm going to open my Rolodex to you because I knew that that Rolodex was worth 10 times as much as the mentorship that he was charging me. And I hope he's not listening to this. But even he listens, <laughs> I already told him already about this, why I actually hired him. But that to me was golden, knowing that I'm able to go into his Rolodex and gives me access to his Rolodex so I could speak on stages. And sure enough, within three months, I'm, start, I'm working with one of the biggest event companies in the world right now, which is Success Resources. And I was speaking in, last year I spoke in London. Mm -hmm. So now I'm an international non-speaker. And this is what the power of a mentor will do to you. And that's, that's this is the power of a business mentor or a coach or, or a personal trainer will do to your life if you invest in yourself. Mm. And that's the main thing too, is, is finding that, that mentor. And I've, I've heard businessmen talk before about, Hey, one mentor put me in touch with somebody else who became yes. my biggest client. And it was just a simple matter of, I learned from so-and-so I got to a certain level where the value I was providing would benefit one of the, someone else's that they knew. And just by getting in that network, getting in that room. And, and the reality is a lot of guys listening are too used to being the best in the room that they're yes. in. And that's the wrong room to be in. <laughs> that is the worst room to be in. <laughs> I'm constantly looking for rooms where I'm on the lowest totem pole. And how can I get into that room and then provide value or really just sit down and listen in those rooms? And as I elevate myself and I find where my value comes from, I could provide that to these, these men who pour into me. I could provide that to these, these men and women who are looking at me and seeing what the, what value I bring and helping me articulate that, finding yeah. out what my blind spots are and helping me avoid some mistakes that I always, I always laugh is get yourself a mentor that can save you money and save you jail time because both can cost you a lot. Yes. But when, when it comes to mistakes, what are some of the mistakes you might've made first starting out some of the, uh, the setbacks that you had to deal with that you wish you probably wouldn't have had to deal with that maybe you could save some of the guys listening right now from making the same, uh, same errors? Um, I mean, the first one, like I said, chasing the money. That was my biggest mistake, chasing the money. And the biggest one over, uh, out of that was actually walking away from a lot of things that my values and my beliefs, right, that really meant to me, something to me, not taking care of myself. So my biggest failure uh, was going bankrupt, but at the same time, that was my biggest lesson in life and is my biggest blessing in life nowadays because of that, I am where I am today, um, one of them. In, in real estate, I had many, many, you know, many mistakes that I had made along the way because I wasn't fortunate enough as so many people are today that we have all this technology and you and I are able to be speaking to each other right now live in different parts of the world. And I didn't have that back then when I started. Mm -hmm. So I had to do a lot of on-the-job training and figuring out who can I talk to that might be able to help me, you know, take one little step at a time. And is that those biggest things is, finding the right person to help you there, to guide you. Because with a mentor, you are going to make mistakes. But the mistakes that you're going to make, they're not going to be as big, as detrimental as you might make them. And, and if you're not strong-minded, if you don't have that mindset, um, I could have gone two ways when I went bankrupt, right? I could have gone the way that, hey, I lost everything. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Because that's how I was feeling at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I could have given up. 
Or I was fortunate enough to go to an event where I had a mind shift and I said, you know what? I'm not any of those things. I am successful because I was able to grow this thing. I just didn't have the right mentorship of doing it right and being able to keep it. And the moment that I had the mind shift that I went from poor me into I could do it again, I went out and did it again. And here I am sharing my story with you. I love it. I love it. Such an amazing story. And, it, and it's far from over. So, so la- one of the last questions, Edwin, is, you know, where do we go from here, right? Where are the goals moving forward? Where's the vision? And you mentioned those values being locked in. You know, how do those values help navigate you towards those goals that you have for the future and where you headed? Yes. Um, so right now, my main focus uh, this year and starting since last year, it's always to continue giving back, to continue being of service to people, to be able to, to help as many young entrepreneurs scale their businesses or grow their businesses so they could exit and at the same time have a fulfilled life. And one of the things that I decided to do very different that a lot of coaches and gurus out on the market right now is that because I do truly believe in what I teach and I do truly believe in what I, what I'm, the path that I'm taking people through is I invest my own capital, my own money with them whether it's in business, whether it's in real estate development projects, but at the same time, it's understanding and getting them closer to, because we live in a dark world, getting them closer to that faith, you know, becoming men of faith, becoming women of faith, people of faith, understanding that if we really stick to our beliefs, to our values, that there's an abundance of people that share that around, and we're not going to lack anything in this world if we really stick to our belief and to me is my belief in God. Yeah, I love that, Edwin. And I, I definitely want to make sure that those listening, those <laughs> following can can connect with you and, and follow you, see the amazing work that you're doing, reach out to you if, uh, if they have a business venture or something that they're scaling and working on that you might be able to be a part of. So how, how can folks get in contact with you with you and uh, find you on social? Yes, yes. Uh, super easy. Uh, go to my website, edwincarrion.com. Or follow me on all the social media channels, Edwin Carrion 78 I invite you to become part of my group, uh, a free Facebook group, which is called a Startup to Millions. If you want to learn how to start a business, if you want to learn how to scale a company, Startup to Millions is the place to be. You can post questions, ask questions. I have a lot of golden nuggets in there. And once you do that and you go to my website, you could get my free book, Nine Secrets for a Successful Life and Business, where it's going to show you the secrets that I live by the secret that a lot of my successful millionaire friends and the people that I mentor live by nowadays. And those are the nine secrets in order for you to have a successful life and business. I love that. I love that. And I'll have those links in the show notes as well, Edwin. So folks can kind of just click that whatever platform they're listening to, or if they're watching this on YouTube, go ahead, scroll down in the description and those show notes will connect you right there. Before we wrap things up, this is my last question. It's usually a little heavy one. So I understand if you need to take your time with answering it, but I mean, we covered so much, but um, the question here is what is something that you've seen or something that's happened in your life that shapes the way you view the world as a man? Something that I think, and it goes back into the, the most important thing is, and I, I don't know, I know exactly what it is. So last year, part of my inner group, they asked me a question. And that question was, what are you most afraid of in the next 10 years? And it really got me thinking, right? What is it that I'm most afraid of in my next 10 years? 
And there was nothing that I was afraid of, nothing that I could think of, nothing that could come on my way because I'm living my life to the fullest. I'm living an amazing life, right? But then come to think about, I'm like, my, my youngest daughter is seven years old. My oldest daughter is eight years old. Oh my God, they're going to leave. They're going to go to college. They're going to move away. Mm. And that was the thing that I was like, wow, I only have eight years to create the most amazing experiences, to be the best male role model for them. So when they go out in the world, they'll find the close to perfect man because there's not such a thing as perfection, right? But they mm. find this man with good values, good belief that is going to treat them right, that's going to take care of them, that is going to be successful because, you know, I want them to find someone like that, uh, a man of God, a man of faith, uh, a man that takes care of themselves, a man that treats them right, and also a man that it's successful on his own way so they could build something amazing together. Mm. So to me, it was like, okay, I need to set the bar high. And it's really like working towards that because that's all my biggest legacy, my kids, right? Mm. It's working towards that. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, now I need to start putting my word out there. I need to start getting in all this podcast so I can inspire as many people as I can. So like that, 20 years or maybe 100 years down the road, my kids, kids, kids are going to go. I'm like, oh, my God, this is my great granddad. Listen to him. Look how he used to talk and also continue inspiring other people. And they're proud of that legacy. How I was able to talk about living life to the fullest. Mm. No regrets. Live a life with no regrets. Live life to the fullest. Live your this life. Live because we know that we can never get back yesterday, but we could always have a better tomorrow. That's amazing. Edwin, you just, I want you to know that answer kind of put my mind into the fact of the matter is, you know, kind of the mission here with Modern Man and trying to establish, you know, I always say show up and, and keep showing up because, you know, talking to some women, they talk about how so many men in their lives have betrayed them, right? Yes. And wanting to kind of change that narrative and, and be an example for other men to follow in terms of how to do what's hard, how to be successful, how to be dependable and show up for those that we love. And just the thought process of this work that we're doing, whether it be this podcast, another podcast that you're on or that myself might be on could inspire one of these young men that may or may not be the future spouse of one of our children. It's, yeah. it's uh, amazing to think of really the impact that we have in the world. And when you put it like that so eloquently, it really hit home for me that we really are setting the example and, and setting the bar for, for what would become, you know, the future for our kids. So I, I thank you for sharing that fear because I think that resonates with a lot of guys listening right now. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, Edwin, this, this has been amazing. I'm going to recap some of the things that you, that you've said along the way in case anyone ha has missed it. Uh, God gave you the God will give you the desires of your heart. You mentioned early on for a lot of us, maybe yes. to understand what it is that we want and understand where we are going and also being a role model and then be what you needed. You mentioned, okay, growing up might not have had a father, but that doesn't mean that you, you can't be a role model for your daughters, for your, for your family and for your community. And you are learning because what you needed is what you became. And that's such a, an amazing transformation. And it all starts within you. If we're looking for a fulfilled life, if we're looking to pour into others, manage multiple seven-figure businesses like Edwin, we have to first take care of ourselves, understand our values, and set those boundaries along the way in order to live life to the fullest. And then when you have those times where you have to grind and maybe really pour into your business, don't just 
negate the time for family, replace that time, make up for it on the back end, whether you work a full day and then give them the whole next day. And then, yes, you need money to start a business, but does it have to be your money? Getting, getting creative. That, that was an amazing game changer for a lot of folks with those limiting beliefs that are talking themselves out of those ideas, learning that we live in a world of abundance and it's time to take action and move towards it. And then one at a time, we don't have to start all the four or five businesses right away. Start with one, get it self-sustaining, get the systems and processes in place, have it automated, and then you can move on to the next one and then have the right mentor. That's going to help you save jail time, save money. Don't chase the money, chase those values, have that mentor to help you along the way. And hopefully you will be taking that advice as Edwin uh, a, a God-made millionaire has shared with us on this podcast. Edwin, man, thank you so much oh, for an amazing episode. Well said. I'm, I'm so glad. Make sure you send me those notes because I want those notes for myself <laughs> as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, those were your words. I just I just wrote them down. So I, I thank you for sharing that value, uh, not just with me, but with the audience. And, and folks, if you enjoyed this episode, do Edwin and myself a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Share this with someone that you know will get value as well because that's the biggest compliment you can give us here on the podcast podcast and yeah. leave us a rating to let us know how we're doing because the only way we improve is by you letting us know where we can improve and as we always say at the end of the episode guys everybody wants the sunshine but they don't want the rain but you can't get the pleasure without first the pain let's grow mm -hmm.